Hey, this is Bill Sunwall, and it's a role-playing public radio secondary production unit. We're playing Dresden Files. It's, yeah, the face team. We do face things. It's someone else's scene right now, so now I'm shutting up. Go other people. <laughs> All right. So, thanks to a first in RPVR history where one group of players called a player from the other group of players to come help them solve a problem in, in their, real time. In real time. Max was called out to pick up a book that was found in the Fomor hideout that you guys cleared out last time. And so, Max, you were talking about how you were going to call it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, first things first, um, getting dressed, because they did call me in the middle of the night. Based middle on, of the day. Oh, middle of the day. Still getting dressed. <laughs> I'm just going we, both went, we both Wiz- went there. Yeah. Wizards go skyclad whenever possible. <laughs> In the words of Shel Silverstein, my hair grows to me toes, I never wears no clothes. Wraps my hair around me bare, down the road I goes. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Literally, no, don't do that shit while I'm drinking. Breathe, my face. So yeah, um, I will call this into Obelisk. Uh, let them know that I am going to go to retrieve the book because there is the potential for danger, and probably best if they know where I'm going. And again, as we discussed off, I think it was off air. I don't know if we did this on mic last time. Uh, Darian was wanting to take a closer look at Obelisk's books, business practices, and try and help Mira out. Um, so, being <coughs> headquarters, if Mira's secretary, how does she pass this information along immediately? It's more the, she hangs up the phone and is kind of like, what the... F-? Like, she gets thoroughly confused sometimes with how Max just expects her to know what to do with information that he gives her. <laughs> so, she, it's kind of like a, what's this? Some kind of code? Yeah. <laughs> And so she might, and so if you've been around, you'd just be like, all right, so you know Max, what the hell does this mean? <laughs> I don't know. Let's call him. So now we are calling Max. Okay, getting the ki- Why is the phone ringing? <laughs> Hello? What book? Look, the other team said that there was a book in the house that we cleared, and it's an evil book. Scary books, so they need a wizard to go take care of it. Wait, the house with the cages where the fish guys were? Yeah, that house. I'll be by in about 15 minutes. Wait for me. It's going to take me at least that long to get a kit bag together. Good. What part of evil book did you miss? I thought I made that clear when I told her. I'm you made going... nothing clear. <laughs> I said I was picking up an evil book. And she had no idea what the hell you were talking about, Max. Just... Does she not know what a book is? Get your shit together. I'll be she there in a few minutes. Evil, is. <laughs> evil book. It's How hard a concept is that? Just get the bag together and I'll be there with the limo in a little bit. No, no. I'm taking my car. We can take your car. I'm still coming in my limo. Okay. Just get ready. <laughs> Why do we need a limo to pick up the book? It's evil. It's not rich. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to tell. So, I think it's a rich history. Fuck you. <laughs> a rich history of... <laughs> a rich history of evil. A rich tapestry of... Uh... 
Do four more just tell fish tales instead of fairy tales? Uh, <laughs> Eric loses all the points. <laughs> it's a legitimate question, in my opinion. So, getting the body armor, getting the Glock, getting mm. the rest of my stuff, and then we're heading over to Max. <laughs> I've watched movies. <laughs> I've watched movies. I know what books can do. <laughs> They can be scary All things. I'm saying is he seems agitated. He mentioned the word evil about 17 times. Spare cop. Just in case. So yeah, you get there. Um, as you get there, Team Face is leaving. The hobos that they paid to leave or have also left. Or Team War. Whatever. Team Words. They work. The other people. The other peoples. Yeah. Really don't want to turn every... Week into a teleconference session where we just call each other up and I, nobody's suggesting that. Anyway, so yeah, it's a book sitting up there on the second floor. It looks like it was just kind of left and forgotten. Okay, you probably look into what that book is, what that book's all about. So when we say that it's on the second floor. Uh, how is it situated on the floor? Is it actually on the floor itself? Is it on a pedestal surrounded by candles and a pentagram? No, it's just on the floor. <laughs> Wait, like... it will be. <laughs> no, no, it was just, it looked like they left here in a hurry and it fell out of something. Weird. Okay. What does it look like? The binding? Is it the cover or anything? It's leathery. Okay. Really smooth, sleek leather. All right. Chalk, circle around the book, number one. Second circle, and then a third circle, just about two feet apart on each. I am in circle number two. Uh-huh. Book is in circle number one. Darian, please stay outside circle number three. Find oh. circle number three. We're going to... Look, evil book. Sensible precautions. I mean, uh-huh. it's obviously really, really old. Yeah. and the Sensible to not let the Sealy Fae anywhere near the book that might be written in a Fae language. I mean, he makes a good point. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to say two words, and I want you to understand them. <laughs> the first word is book. We understand this one, right? Collection of pages... Cover potentially words written inside. I can read. Could be pictures. Could Good. be a picture book. <laughs> Second word, most important word, evil. Yeah, you don't no know idea. that it's evil. Yeah, you just—it's a book. It's got a black leather binding. That's not leather. That's skin. Leather is All made leather from is skin. skin. <laughs> <laughs> You're an Indian. You should know this. <laughs> There's a difference between leather, which is clearly from a cow, and hide, or, which is, or buckskin, or any number of aquatic or buffalo, creatures. Or gruffalo, for that matter. <laughs> gruffalo? Or, or ruffalo. I mean, you could make leather out of Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> That's the kind of leather I'm pretty sure this book is made out of, come to think so of it. So now you're making moral judgments over people's you're, choices and You're fact. making an assumption, and besides, it could be a really old, just be a really old book of, I don't know, fish tales. That I, the Fulmore had, also, for reasons. Also a good point that you are making, Darian. That the Fulmore had for what reason? I mean, reading this book... They wanted to read fairy tales before they went to bed at night. There's no reason why anyone should be afraid of reading this book. 
Yeah, that's why it's going into the buckskin sack with all of the nice little wards carved into the outside. I mean, just think of all the all the it, just think of all the information it could have about your own past. Now you're pushing it. <laughs> or is there actually any writing on the cover? There is none. Nothing on the spine anywhere. Uh-uh. Does it actually seem to like radiate any type of aura of evil or anything? Like, have you looked at it with your sight, even just to sensible precautions? Please do that. You yeah. put it in. I really want you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how much I want to see you do that. If you're just going to put it in the bag and take it back to Obelisk, anyways. No, it's not going back to Obelisk. Why is it not going back to Obelisk? Because it is an evil book. <laughs> Again, <laughs> we have no... established that it may or may not be an evil book. You know, <laughs> fairly sentient, it can't have a moral position. <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole point. I mean, it all is, you know is that... And it does, and it's evil. Inanimate objects can't be evil. All you know is that... Actions it, have a moral quality. Is that it greatly unsettled wow, Danny Phantom NRA, aren't you? <laughs> and the Valkyrie. Just because it unsettles them doesn't mean it makes it evil. Books don't kill people. Reading kills people. <laughs> yeah, reinforces preconceived prejudices there. Good job. I'm not there. I'm, I'm just being a smartass. No, no. Evil book goes into the bag, goes to a safe place. Not obelisk, and where people would actually think, read it. What do you think is a safe place? I'm not entirely sure I should tell you that. Really? You're really wanting to read this? I'm curious about it. It might be nothing. Well, if it's nothing, we don't lose anything by not reading it. I mean, if it's evil, we lose everything for by For all you know, it. it could be a journal of the Fomor's conquest plans for the, the immediate area. Man has point. Which is why we're going to take it to a safe place and decide what to do with it there. Not in the middle of... Fine, let's take it to a church. Hold. Well, I was going to say, it's just like you could call in some help and maybe divine the origins of this book. Please don't take it to a church. <laughs> <laughs> that does not qualify as a safe place. You could take it and get some assistance in, in divining the origins and or purpose of the book. In a safe place. In a safe place. With lots of other books. Rosemary's bookshop it. might actually be a bed, better. It would. And since she actually has like a background on like arcane writing, she might be able to give us more information before. I also we have do a background on arcane writing. Yeah, but you don't own a bookstore. This is <laughs> that is impeccable logic. Exactly. <laughs> So it's off to Rosemary's, and we'll give Keith a call on the way just as a heads up. This pattern seems to follow every week. <laughs> no, Bad usually it's happening. you guys getting together and then calling me last, so this time it's kind of a nice reverse, okay. eh? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for including me. <laughs> You're fine. Hey, we found an evil book. Do you know a good church where we could open it up and read it? 
That's a good thought, but fuck no. <laughs> well, then you should come over to Rosemary's Bookshop so we can read the evil book together. Okay. <laughs> We're not reading the evil book. What part of no reading evil book are you people As missing? he's driving. Watch the road. <laughs> if you read the evil book and go batshit crazy, I know what to do. What's the worst thing I'm going to do? Like, max out my credit card? I can't even do that. Yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Max out your credit card. Keep, Keep that in mind. So, okay. so what, you're just going to give it to Max and let him buy everything he wants? <laughs> Keith? Does Max want anything? That's, I'm over to buy that the was house. a really, really no. fucking bad pun. You're not on the phone. <laughs> yeah, you're not. It's my phone. And it's it's very far away from you, as far away as it can be in your car <laughs> while we're driving. I'm leaning out the window. <laughs> Make sure you tell Keith evil book. We don't know that it's an evil book, Max. We don't. I do. Tell him it's an evil book. You don't know that. You're just making that up because you're afraid of reading. Is old man being old again? Yes, he is. Do we need to get off of his lawn? <laughs> Thanks, He's afraid of reading a book. It's now I know an what evil for book. <laughs> How is this a hard concept? Book that is evil. Do they make Bibles that like have covers that don't have anything on them that are like black leather and really big and ominous looking? Oh, you mean Bibles? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna buy one of those for Max for Christmas and not tell him what it is and see how long it takes him to actually open it. Uh, I love this campaign so much. <laughs> What do I know about Bibles? I'm a silly fake. No, no, no. No, no, it's fine. But, like, that would be my in-character response. You mean all of them? You mean all of the ones that aren't just paperback Bibles? Yeah, I'm sure I've seen Bibles that have colorful pictures on the front and stuff. They usually say teen on them. That's true. You might still think those are evil, though. (laughs) Max might, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways... To the confab at Rosemary's shop. <laughs> ding, ding. Yep. Max walks in. He's. I'm guessing you're holding the buckskin satchel about as far away from your person as possible. Trying to not to Hi, think Rosemary. too hard at Max it. thinks we have an evil book. Oh dear, another I'm one. I'm certain we have an evil book. It's not an <laughs> well, bring it back to the workroom then. Set it on the table. <laughs> Do you have candles? Of course. Okay. <laughs> Do you need a bell too? Have you ever been in Renaissance? Have you ever been in Renaissance? There's candles. You ask if there was candles. <laughs> what? Like they probably don't even need to pay the light bill. They just yeah. use candles. Maybe some salt to make a circle. It's <laughs> evil. She might have a holy symbol. Oh, I know, I know. Somewhere. I got three books and, uh, and cast protection from literature. So it's, <laughs> it's not incense. It will be sage. Yeah. Two, it's not a circle of salt. It's a circle of tobacco. What do I know from mortal magic? I just make make magic happen. You have to work in it. the sheets. That's what she said. <laughs> and three, I'm not afraid of what is written in the book. I'm afraid of what how it is written. It's evil book. We don't know that it's evil. It was possessed by the FOMOR. It was in their hideout. It freaked three of our teammates out. Two. Okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. 
that was the first time you had met most of them, right? I've actually met them many, many times over the years. And He's yes, dead a few admit. of them. There's a few they, of them that are a little sketchy, but... He knows. Okay, two of them popped up in the last few months. Yeah. So you haven't met them over the years. The Valkyrie just came into town. But I've met her. We well, you have. With her. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm just saying, like, maybe the two, like, somewhat on the path to brain-dead teenagers being freaked out by a book... It wasn't the, wasn't the teenagers. Which two members of Teen Well, that's War a that's a conclusion I'm going to jump to until okay. someone tells me otherwise. It it the book really was trying very hard to have the Valkyrie read it, and when she was resisting the Ghost Boy, well, and then so when yeah. <laughs> and then when he was resisting, it did try to turn it to Slender Man, saying, "Hey, well, your dad would probably be very." Pr-. He had the thought of, "Your dad would probably be very proud of you if you mastered any secrets that this book could offer." All right, if it was the Valkyrie that's concerned, I'm giving it a little bit more credence than if Max is revealing that information. Right, to us. I am. <clears throat> time, jeez, why did you say so in the first place? No kidding. <laughs> I thought the words "evil" and "book" conveyed that. <laughs> well, gee, I'm sorry, someone elected you president of the universe, and you get to make all the moral judgments about all the things. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry that we're not like telekinetically linked to your like particular lingo and phraseology. That would be telepathic. Pathic. Telekinetically would be putting words in my mouth Whatever. with force. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> and I maintain that if it is a book that is trying to convince people to read it, that means that it does have sentience and it is violating free will, thus. Or it is just is really wants to be Ill. read. So while they're. So it's the Jehovah's Witness book? Quibbling, I will light the sage bundles and begin yes. preparations for what we need to do. <laughs> Max, do you need anything? See, oh, sorry. Well, we do need to have the candles lit at the cardinal points. Yes, the sage is a good move. Um, we are going to get some tobacco going for the other reasons, and... <laughs> Because I've got the shakes. <laughs> I'm going to buy stock in Philip Morris if he is in my hands. <laughs> no, he only buys all natural tobacco. So. Oh, I keep a stock for Winston, it. then. <laughs> I don't know anything about cigarettes. Well, part of it goes in the pipe, and part of it goes in a circle on the ground for cleansing. So, so just to clarify here, we had reports from the Valkyrie and... The ghost boy that it was trying, the book was trying to get them to read it, and yet all of us are in this room and feel no com- particular compulsion to read it. It's in a worded bag right now, and he felt a pretty solid. How do you know that? Just because the book might have been whispering in my ear doesn't mean I told you. <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, fact that you're resisting when I say evil and <clears throat> book. That's this just level a logical supposition. <laughs> what if the book is sentient but helpful? And it wants to be read because it wants to help us. Then we're Did we ever to... think of that? Also a very solid point. We're going to find that out through the divination. But we're not reading it until we know it's safe. And until I'm convinced that it is not evil, which is going to take a lot of convincing because it's an evil book. There's a reason you don't have very many friends, Max. I'm just going to say that now. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you waited until now. <laughs> I feel like that's not the first time you've said that. <laughs> Maybe. Hurts every Call time. it on. <laughs> uh, we only hurt the ones we love. So the candles are lit. The tobacco circle is laid on the ground around the table. <laughs> the stage is burning. Book is safely in yeah, place. Why are you wasting time? If you want to find out if it's evil, get to it. <laughs> Jesus, we're all sitting here waiting on you. <laughs> you know, this would have been done a long time ago if you hadn't kept interrupting. Who's interrupting? She's been making preparations the whole time. You can't work and talk at the same time? <laughs> Deep breaths, Matt. <laughs> we don't want you upset while well, you're trying to divine with an evil book. Well, now she's convinced. Yeah, I know. Now she's calling it evil. We don't even know what it is. It could be like Grimm's Fairy Tales written in Sealy or something. I don't know. Sealy Postropedic. It could be like the collected works of Tolstoy. <laughs> Okay. That book could probably be rather a bit larger. So. <laughs> yeah, it'd be. <laughs> so, if it's the Reader's Digest abridged version of the Collector's Digest. <laughs> so, it would still only be a foot. <laughs> okay, so how are we going to divide this? Uh, it depends on what you're trying to divide. Origin. Where did this book come from? I'm going to guess a publishing house, but that's just me. I don't know. That looks pretty artisanal. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes. Okay, fine. The Catholic publishing house. (laughs) Do you know what artisanal means? Because I don't think it's that. No. So we're going to start by finding out. out. It probably would. Yeah. The materials, where did they come from? How was this book bound? Okay. And from there, we'll kind of figure out who has possessed it, or who it has possessed. If you're going after that information, it's going to be fairly moderate. It's going to be like at a difficulty three. So, how okay. do you plan to achieve a difficulty three? If you're just wanting to know what it's made of and where the materials came from. Okay. Craftsmanship. Um, hmm. Could I make a lore check on that? balanced out to a three it still has kind of that uh, salt watery gunky after aroma effect going on Um, and so just kind of looking at the binding it's bound with some kind of adhesive that you can't quite identify, but then you realize that the pages are made from, are kind of like a papyrus pressed from seaweed. As opposed to... And that you do know that this binding is some kind of aquatic mammal. Could be whale. Could be dolphin. Might even be shark, even though sharks aren't really mammals. Well, easy, easy way to find out. Run fingers this way across it and then that way. Because if it's made out of shark skin... It's going to grab you. Mm -hmm. It's going to grab me. does not grab you. Okay, so it's not shark skin. But it could be seal, it could be... 
Does it matter? It's not human. Like you thought it was. We have cool. It could be dolphin. Matt. It could be worse. <clears throat> could be made, yes. It could be made out of a dolphin. Or a I don't know as that would categorically be worse. Dolphins are sentient. Right. They're and whales are endangered. I, what? I'm I'm sure if it's the Fomor, it was sustainably <laughs> raised whale. Yeah. Like I'm sure raised they know the where to farm. get more. <laughs> sustainably raised whale. That was the name of someone's high school ska band, wasn't it? Pretty much. No. My high school echo punk band. <laughs> I stand corrected. Good or song. my middle school vaporwave col- collective. <laughs> okay. <laughs> middle school vaporwave collective was the name of my middle school vaporwave collective. <laughs> okay. So, gloves... Since I'm inside the protective circle, um, yep. going to take a long stick, open the cover, uh-huh. see if we recognize what kind of letters those are. Um, you open the cover, and it's the inside cover and a blank page. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> it's a dick move. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Next page. Um, you don't quite recognize the characters on that page. Do I? Possibly. I'm getting an inkling. Maybe. Here. Okay, Aquatic I, I take creatures. A look at it. Inkling. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Take a look at it, uh-huh. and then. Oh my! Just kidding. Fucking like <laughs> You guys aren't gonna have wizard pad for very long. No no. No, I know what you should have done. You should have looked over at her in the middle. Hey baby, wanna kill all humans? <laughs> seriously, seriously, do I get an inkling or recognition off the writing at all? Does it look seely? It looks seely-ish, like Seely was involved in some point. It's kind of like how, you know, at some point German was involved in English. So there's some recognizable characters, but not enough to decipher the language. Yeah, you should probably look at it a bit closer, though. Probably see if there's any kind of semantical or grammatical syntax. That sounds like a reasonable idea. Yeah. Max, I'm going to take a closer look. Just no, to see. <laughs> but it looks like no, there's some Seely in there, and I might be able to recognize the patterns. Yes, I might, too. No, you're not. You don't know Seely. And you're getting there's some there's some ancient <clears throat> Celt characters that you're picking up on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who is my that. patron? What? Who are you asking? <laughs> I'm asking you. Who is my patron? Who do you keep insisting is my totem animal? I don't insist. It's true. Coyote is your totem animal. You just haven't come to grips with that yet. My totem <clears throat> is crow. Same difference. There's a world of difference. Again, consider the character, not the player oh, behind yeah. it. Yeah. At this point, I'm in full-on annoy Max mode, just because. I will hit you with my page-turning stick, and it will hurt. It'll break the circle, though. Yeah. <laughs> Hollow threat. <laughs> 
Escalade. <laughs> Can I suggest that you go tend the front desk for a little while? Oh, I got Maybe. it. <laughs> helping, helping or Thanks, <laughs> There's nothing I can do. <laughs> yeah, really, he's just here in case like it's... a demon pops out of the book or something. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but the two of you you recognize enough that yeah, there's. There's some sim- you recognize something in this book, and wor- it's warranting further investigation and study. So, are we getting any sense of? But in all seriousness, there are silly characters mm-hmm. in it. Of course not. Yes, I know these. We're not feeling and these, and these. It's it's a ver- it's a very unique curiosity. Max, are you feeling icky? About the book. I've been feeling icky about the book ever since I got that phone call. And yet you insist on not letting anybody else look at it. <clears throat> For reasons. Which should be fairly obvious. You're a curmudgeon? <laughs> I'm thinking of a word that rhymes with book, and I'm thinking of a word that rhymes with evil. <laughs> Weevil Nook? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I call that out from up at the desk. <laughs> yes, and this Weevil Nook. Every house needs a lovely, lovely <laughs> Weevil Nook. That's where we keep our weevils. <laughs> the kids love it. <laughs> it just adds a subtle skin of class to our house. <laughs> and a sous saw of rustic charm. on this old house, <laughs> we're going to talk about how to put in your weevil. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> you know, I think you just have this subliminal, subconscious need to turn everything into an innuendo, no matter how innocuous it may be in phrasing your way yeah your way of calling it as phrasing yeah. <laughs> or we just watch too much archer <laughs> one of the two so max are you going to open your side on the book now that we're safely inside several circles yes let's do that why don't we yes why don't we going to be great. <laughs> Why don't we? Go ahead, open it. I can't wait to read the next page. So, yes, we are opening sight on the book. Mm-hmm. Dad, what does it look like? It looks like a book. And... It's a book. You kind of see it in the sense... You see it in the scope of the information that is inside of it. And, yeah, it could be the complete works of Tolstoy contained in that little book. Hmm. One of the four servitors was just doing some light reading. <laughs> I mean, that's, but that, that's, that's what I'm saying, like, in the amount of actual textual knowledge, in comparison, sake, like, that little tome has a volume of information equivalent to a book about... Y- two feet thick. So, basically, somebody bound the pages of this with a TARDIS. 
the book is bigger on the inside, or that the or that the, how it's written is designed to magically dump information into your mind to help make compact it a little bit, or any single character could actually be of an entire paragraph's worth of information would also make reading that material hella fast, comparatively speaking. It's a rather interesting bit of magic that you could probably replicate if you studied it hard enough. So you're saying it's like quantum computing for books? A little bit, yeah. Neat. I mean, when being able to have a book survive the crushing undercurrents of the deep, like it's probably a very good way is like you make the book small and you just find a way to condense as much information into it as possible. By writing it in such a way that the information that's on the page forces itself into your brain. That's not necessarily a bad thing. That's clearly not a good thing. I mean, imagine if you could do what that if with high math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine uh. if you could do that with a calculus textbook, and you just get the information on how to perform high-level calculus inserted into your brain. I mean, technically, reading any text forces the information into your brain. How many times have we read on the internet people saying they can't unread that? So, I mean, by your definition... I have never read anything on the internet. (laughs) What has been seen cannot be unseen. I mean, by that definition, all books are evil and we should be torching the shop. (laughs) Right now, you're at the front desk. Be quiet. But that's just... But that's just it. It's like, you see, like, it is an impressive amount of information. And you could start... Like, looking at it with your sight, you could probably look at it in a more slow, natural progression. Controlled way. But that would require you to start reading it. Which is that double-edged sword. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. You're just saying that because you want me to read the book. Out of character, yes. (laughs) In character. I I didn't say it to begin with. We're going to slowly scan that first page. Contained herein is the truth of our history, where we have been and where we will be and what we will become. Saying it aloud. Do it, it's full of delicious blood. Oh, hey, look at how interesting that book is. I'm going to go see if Keith needs help at the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> She got a deck of cards in here somewhere. Chess. There, 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 there. That one's tarot, and I don't remember how to. Like poker with tarot cards. Yeah. Although there is an adaptation. You can mess with your fate that way. I think. No. Just because you got a full house and everybody in your family died, doesn't mean the cards had anything to do. Okay. So do you want to keep reading? Again, carefully. We're... The book stays inside the circle at all times. Mm-hmm. It stays warded at all times. Mm-hmm. But we'll read a little bit further. It just begins... It um, gives the name of I, Mag, High Sorcerer of the, fo- of the, lo- of the Lords, um, Servant of King Cobb. Um, is just kind of titles, titles, titles. It's the Isbin number. 
It's just identifying who the author is, and it's going to, and it just kind of starts going into a. At the start of all things, the world was water, and water was all of the world. That. My Boogie Wook by Russell Brand. <laughs> it's getting to that point where you're just like, okay, so that might be the other reason why the book was spellcrafted in this way, because it's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's skip to the last part of the written bits, because it's where we've been and where we are going. Let's see if it does have plot at the very end. There's a monster at the end of this book. Reveal it to us, McCuffin. Reveal the plot. <laughs> Gently. And that's when the true lords and masters shall rise and consume us all. <laughs> that's a this book's a cock tease. <laughs> I'm thinking you're going to have to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You do that. I'm going to go take a nap. I'll stand guard. <laughs> I'll watch you're the You're the wizard. You know how to do it safely. Yeah, I'll make sure the book doesn't eat your face. That's right. Do you have a cot up here somewhere? <laughs> no. It's okay. If you go back to the fairy sections, I'm sure there's some books you'd like. Yeah, let's... So... <clears throat> We're probably going to have to have a fast-forward button on this, but yeah, a montage of reading book very carefully, very slowly. Everybody else passing time. Everything book. else, it, it gets really draining. I got coffee! Keeping your side open this long. bad coffee. Like, it's Get starting to hurt trying to... Because <laughs> you're essentially using your sight to unravel the magic of the book so that you can read it at a slower pace. And it's starting to tell, it's starting to take its toll on you. Okay. Also, you're been you've kept your sight open for a very very long time. All right. Close off the sight. But you could keep reading. You really should keep reading. I know I need to, but that's what bookmarks are for. I know where my place was. I'm going to close off my eyes. Mm, that's not a great idea. Mm, it's what's going to happen. Alright. Roll it. Is this discipline? Yes. Uh, six. Okay. You're managed to close your sight. And you just get the disturbing, nagging feeling that this is going to, one, take a long time, and two, it's going to be physically, mentally, emotionally draining to do it at this rate. It's better to do it this way. Because if it was that hard for me to close my sight, that I couldn't just do it, that means that the book is trying to make me read it. Or it could be as to what was left of the magic that you were, trying, that you were piercing through. Is that it's the, the way the book is written is designed so that the information can be consumed as quickly as possible. And I know I'm going against the grain on that, but I would rather process it at my own pace where I can stop reading when I need to, as opposed to, I'm just going to get this whole thing shoved right into my head. Because all of this history so far has been just where they're going, what they're going to be doing. If that all went into your head at once, that could be indoctrination. Eh. 
This could be their way of... No more indoctrinating than any other history book. Thank you for proving my point for me. (laughs) Man, you really are old. No trust for new media. (laughs) But did you actually learn anything? Nope! Actually, yes. I learned where they come from. Uh, Yeah, they're... They are the discarded remnants of different seed courts, or Celia, Unselia like fallen titans, giants, that have all rallied together under a common banner to come back and reclaim what's theirs. And the dregs of all of the different societies that have come and gone and fallen by the wayside. Supernatural societies. That sounds familiar. It's <laughs> like Casablanca, only underwater. I'd watch it. <laughs> and instead of Nazis, humans. Well, no, no. Instead of Nazis, it's humans are the bad guys. Not humans. Humans the bad guys for things that happen in the, on the other side. That doesn't make any sense. Mab, maybe, but yeah. Don't say that name. What name? Mab. Gotcha. <laughs> You do realize that now that I am safely out of that circle and that I put the tobacco back down, I can hit you now. Good. But then who'd pay your rent? I would. And what rent? I've owned that house. Since 1872. (laughs) All I'm saying is the Playboy channel isn't free, Max. You watch too much of it. Wait, there's no reasonable way a wizard could get cable. There is no Out of all the ways to get extended service channels, cable would be the most reliable. Especially if he's using it the old-fashioned way and not through a cable box. Yeah. And we've already established... Just a satellite dish would be right fucking out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know, but, like, telecoms are the true evil empire. I don't know if they would still serve us a direct connection. Kind of would. I'm grandfathered in. It depends. How much does someone at Mediacom owe you? That's what it comes down to. No, you can't change your service without your consent. They would stop taking your money. AT&T is proof of that, since I've been on the same plan for like 15 years. They'd find a way. AT&T hasn't yet. They just let me keep going with the same plan. Anywho, so yeah. No, Dan, we want to talk about the intricacies of modern telecommunications some more. Alright, I'm going to go refill my water. Okay. (laughs) So, again, sensible precautions. Closing off the circle after I get outside of it. Well, putting down another circle around it. Precautions. Sensible is a judgment. It is a book that forcibly indoctrinates and makes you read it. Yes. <laughs> oh, so now you're an anti-vaxxer, too? <laughs> well, wizards probably don't need vaccinations. So. <laughs> Herd immunity. That's fascinating. Well, since the book isn't, like, technically evil, it's just slanted like everything else. Evil book. I've been reading you it. Call anything you don't understand evil. 
Oh, I understand it. I'm still saying evil book. So have we had any other news of the activities of the film more recently? Um, well, they got a caravan blown up. Yeah, there's that bit. Well, we know that bit. Well, well, actually, no, you don't know that bit yet. That's going to be a couple days away. Oh, okay. It took them three days to set up the hit. Oh, okay. Okay. It is yet to happen, actually, at this point. Yep. Eh, Fine then. And I guess Squishy McFishman isn't dead yet, then. Also true. We could go interrogate Squishy McFish Man. He is currently in a room where they are slowly cranking the heat up. Metaphorically or literally? Yeah, Both. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what. Why don't you actually? Guys... No, they didn't slowly crank the heat up. They just put it at a nice, toasty baking temperature. Fish fillet. Well, if you gentlemen would like to go do that. Talk to Squishy McFishman. And leave you here alone with the evil book? I won't yeah, be alone. I mean, that seems... I won't be alone. I don't I know if those are sensible precautions, Max. <laughs> well, it's not like you two are being a great help with it. Hey, we're watching the front desk. Yeah. <laughs> 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 playing poker with tarot cards. You helped your customer. Singular. <laughs> you one customer in the last day and a half. Ouch. <laughs> Uh, how does this place stay open? <laughs> Recreational Rosemary, pharmaceuticals. Would you like to borrow the beating stick? Slash page turning stick? What? How are your feet behind me again? It's, you know what? I, I just feel like the page... like I see it very difficult in being able to reach with a stick in order to turn a page on a book with that fine of pages. So I'm just imagining like one of those... Sticks that you squeeze the handle and like the duck bill. <laughs> An old person stick. <laughs> yes. The, the dinosaur. No, no, no. The dinosaur mouth one. Yes. Those. <laughs> oh, oh! You mean we drove up to Dick- Dickerson Park Zoo and paid them fifteen dollars for one? Yes. <laughs> no, there's Seems probably excessive. a nice little souvenir one that's got pixies on it. <laughs> the jumping pixie stick. Actually, I bet Tom's character had one. Yeah. Because reasons. Souvenir from date night. Hmm. Makes sense. But yeah, page turning stick. It's We're not going to touch the book. We're going to read it at a distance. We're going to read it through sight. No, my head can has established it as one of those grippy dinosaur mouth things. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of a pixie stick better. I like the idea of Max sitting there with the dinosaur thing, and every time he goes to turn a page, he's like, om nom 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 Yep, that's in my head, kid. It's a sensible precaution. It's necessary. I'm, I'm chanting against the evil of the book. The, the om nom chant helps me protect my brain. No. <laughs> Just No. <laughs> Just no? So much no. I think you know the answer. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. (laughs) I do. The answer is still no. Too much of a curmudgeon. So you guys going to go interrogate Fishman? Why? I don't know. I kind of want to be here when the bullshit goes down. I want to be here when Max's brain gets taken over by the Fishman book. (laughs) We could be here a while. (laughs) Well, we know we've got at least three days before the convoy. 
we got a crate. And we need a montage scene here. Um, someone sing the montage song from Team America? No. I don't know it. What? Never watched Team America. Me either. It's on Netflix. Yeah, that ain't happening. Yeah, no, that's okay. I'm, I'm perfectly good. <laughs> About 30 minutes in, my wife would be like, what? Yeah. Especially at the puppet montage sex scene, that would... Just, it's not the unrated version. Oh. Well right, then. And you've seen the Team America montage song. Yeah, but then when I, I remember I tried to sing Bill Mick's face at that movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do we need a montage Here. song? We don't, I don't think we need it. I don't think we need a montage. Have we meta discussed the montage song enough to cover the montage? Yes. <laughs> so what were we montaging towards? The Him end of the book. reading the book. Besides, if we go interrogate the fish man, we're on the hook to not kill him because otherwise we'd violate causality. True. Not in game. But metagame. Because if it's me and Darian, there's a more than passing chance he'll just end up dead. <laughs> Not intentionally. But the who do you work for, Smack? Who do you work for, Smack? I think you smacked him a little too hard, though. I'm... His lips fell off. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, no, I think I dropped him too hard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, thrilling scenes of men turning pages thrilling scenes of men turning pages and it's just a bunch of histories of lineages of different fey lords <laughs> that fell and are joined up with the Fomor under the Fomor banner begot 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 Wait. A lot of references to Azrael. Azrael. A lot of references to Lovecraftian style entities. Dreaming ones, sleeping ones, waking ones. Let's go wake one up. There's something in here about he whose face is covered with tentacles and suckers. What? Shapeless ones. He who shall not be potty trained, what the hell? <laughs> it's the shits, really. Is there any hint as to their current whereabouts? No, <clears throat> it's a propaganda piece. Like it's a historical, one, religious... It's just a really piece. bad propaganda piece. Well, no, it works really well, but mortals. it's not boarded three ways. Uh, yeah, good point. And even at that, it's trying. So it's got some good, powerful, magical mojo. And mm -hmm. it tells you about all kinds of stupid the foam war, too. Yeah, it doesn't... It's not like this is our secret plan book. It's a good thing I read through the whole thing to find that out. Now we can destroy it. Why? I mean... There's something that you feel that you're missing, too. Okay. How am I missing it? Why invest this much magical energy into a history lesson? 
Somewhere out in Washington, Sean shakes his fist at the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it's just like, this is essentially the oral tradition. Why would you inscribe an oral tradition onto book form to give to servitors who you've already brainwashed into serving you? You create new ones? Yeah, it's to bring new ones into the fold. Yeah, the Jews did it because the oral traditions were dying, but that's beside the point. Yeah. They did it because the Romans were killing all the rabbis. Who's been running around killing all the FOMOR? That would be Team War. (laughs) Just the one. Well... I the guess now the ones the, that were in the truck. I'm pretty sure the ones in the truck, yeah. The ones in the truck will be servitors. Humans that were implanted to serve the Fillmore. Wizards have been. They've been relatively low-key players for a long, long time. This, okay, is it a relatively safe assumption to make that this book would take longer to write than... The FOMOR have been a active presence in the world at large. Yes. Thus, if something is killing the FOMOR, we don't know what it is. It is, by definition, an outside context problem. Mm-hmm. That is becoming our problem because they're kidnapping the supernatural community to act as servitors and probably right. as guardians against whatever it is that's. But there's no way we can. Know that. Yeah, correlate enough information. Yet. Save. Potentially in the book to figure out why they did this. Yet. Right. Hmm. Or potentially ever. I mean, like. Well, the FOMOR are a continual problem. Inevitably, we're going to have to have some kind of final solution to them. Where they're right, just as far as all that a- goes. But, like, as far as information, I mean, unless we suddenly get a lot better at, you know, capturing. The actual ones, not just the servitors, we're probably not going to get a lot given up. Like, well, so speaking of that, there are only so many places that they could be hiding in this area. We don't have, you know, a plethora of large bodies of water. What? Lake of the Ozarks, Palm de Terre, Taney Como, Table Rock, um, shall I go on? Lake Springfield. Yeah. Fellows Lake, um... Let's see. Big Spring's a couple hundred miles away. Bennett Spring is inside of a hundred miles. But those miles. are too far. If they're operating right here, I mean, how far can they go without imagine the fishman with underwater portals? They're also uh, using semi trucks to transport captives for indoctrination. So, well, they were shipping them from Texas and pro- close to the Chicago area, as near as anyone could tell. That's a oh. pretty. Encompassing area. I was thinking westbound for some reason. Still out of character. Still Illinois to Texas. That's <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a pretty that's big area. Pretty much the Midwest. Here there be lakes zone. Right. Well, but are we assuming that they are probably present in more than one lake? I think it would be safe to assume they're present in every lake. And more to the point, is it just our responsibility locally, or are we going to try and stop this whole thing? Well, I'm thinking more in terms of, can we catch a few? Are you thinking gigging or snagging? Either way. (laughs) Well, they might not survive the gigging. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) 
the overall problem with that is like we don't have okay so there's servitors circle and there's actual Fillmore circle and there is zero overlap between the two right and we have enough information to know what's going on to maybe not reliably but at least by dumb luck once we caught a servitor we have a rough estimation of their capabilities we have no effing clue what FOMOR overall can do. Like, to this point, we have not actually interacted with... An actual the, one. Yeah. I mean, we know in a couple of game days somebody will, but we don't know that at this point in time. And even then, that's going to be one specimen. Mm-hmm. And what have, you, what have you learned so far from the book is that there's more than one brand of FOMOR, but they all share some kind of common problem of that they were a supernatural powerhouse that got knocked out of place by another supernatural powerhouse. I mean, I'm not I saying... I would go we... so far as to say it would be the Unseelie Court, and since those folks aren't really known for like lacking in thoroughness... I mean, given... Then again, it can be the Seely Court, too. I mean... Yeah, I mean, give, given the... Seed Wars. Yeah. Everybody fought in those days. Right. Epic well, romances, epic wars, epic battles, epic sex. There wasn't anything about the Seed Wars that wasn't epic. <laughs> that's where a lot of... That's where a lot of your older changelings came from. Thank you. used as pawns left and right. Thank you for that information, I guess. <laughs> epic pawns. Yeah, because everything was epic. I mean, in an out-of-character sense, like, kind of correlating in these guys' heads the information that's being shared, could one make the rough estimation that this might, like, the Fomor history may start congealing about the time the Seely and Unseely courts became? Yes. The, yeah, fey of note in the world. Yep. So, huh. So now we know who we're killing the rabbis. Yeah. Well, no. No, not no. necessarily. That's what started coalescing all these leftover fae into the Fomor Nation. That's the beginning of the book. Now something is coming and hunting them at the end of the book, and that's why... That's why they put the book. Right. That's why they made the book. Yeah. But, I mean... But we don't know what's hunting them. Right. And the two major options for finding out how would either be to assume that in the context of shoving all this information into your brain from reading the book, there's information that can only be accessed in the book that way, or, which is a risk that we have at least a little bit of understanding of what it is, or you can start lake gigging and have no idea what you're going to pull up or what it can do. Okay. There's, we've got access to one other piece of information, or at least Max does. Okay. Somebody knows a fairy. It wouldn't be outside the scope to use them to try and gather information or see if he actually knows anything. They're still Are you connected. About pledge. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> huh. Look, they're mercurial, but they, he might come up with something useful. 
It's worth a shot. What's it going to cost us? A couple of slices of pizza? And probably pledge. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely pledge. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get his tiny little ass killed. <laughs> well, we'll just have him send other fairies while he coordinates. <laughs> So he's going to get other tiny little fairy asses killed? Why are you so concerned about fairies? They're fairies. Clap your hands. They come back. <laughs> All right. That's not true. But <laughs> it sounds Dude, good. they're your people. Rosemary, paddle. <laughs> Hand it back to you. Don't even think about it. <laughs> fairies are people, too. They are intelligent beings with... All I'm saying is it's an avenue culture. it's an avenue for access to information, Max. I didn't realize you were talking about Pledge. I thought you were t- trying to convince Max to call on Coyote. See what Coyote knew. Well, really there's... wouldn't be a fairy so much. <laughs> no, and it's Coyote would actually be a little safer. Yeah. No, 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 that's definitely a and way to do now it. Now that you bring it up, you know, you could always just call no. Crow. Ooh. <laughs> Now he is getting smacked with the paddle. <laughs> okay. I will concede the book may not be evil. If someone wants to read it and see if picking up the information in context will actually clarify that bit that I'm missing, I am okay with this now. Well... I mean, if we were going to do that, wouldn't we probably want to try to triangulate what the effect on the reader would be and prepare contingencies against that? So if it's going to try to indoctrinate you into the Felmore, what can we do against that? Even if it turns into, here, just put these manacles on first, and, you know, Rosemary's got a detox room here. Well, and I think it should not be the wizard that reads it, so that he's oh, yeah. things to... Well, I already read it my way. Right. And pretty sure that if there is something in there, I'm going to be the one who's not going to be able to read it because I've already gone through it the hard way. Could be. So. Rock, paper, scissors? Well, I would actually say that it should probably be me, and I'm kind of like fishing for a fate point here because from what he's told us, Mm-hmm. There's a lot of refugee story in there, and that is mm-hmm. one of my aspects, is refugee. Mm-hmm. So, I would think that I would volunteer on this because it kind of strikes a chord. You would volunteer, so yeah. Rosemary, those manacles? Do you, Still have them. Do you have them in something other than iron? Yeah, that hmm. hurt a lot. Oh, speaking of which... You should take that. Yeah, thank you. Handy my gun. <laughs> um, okay. Wait, do you keep a pair of non-iron manacles for other reasons in your car? Maybe. I refuse to answer that question on the grounds that it might incriminate well, I don't me. think you want to use my well, iron ones. Where would, where would I find them if there were such a thing in your car, <laughs> hypothetically? Hypothetically, they would be in the center panel in the back seat. Gotcha. <laughs> right. And completely hypothetically, they are going to be marked in various different sizes. Don't get the ones with the fuzz on them because those are the ones he can slip right out of. But the pink fuzzy ones are the comfortable ones, Max. That's the whole point. Don't get him the pink fuzzy ones. Right. Okay. So I, hypothet- I would say we probably need to set him up so he's going to be in a circle while reading, and mm-hmm. we should probably prepare 
something that functions to, you know, exercise any magical psychological riders. Just so, in case. So if I don't know that warning running, my brain is going to help us figure out exactly what the magic is doing. No, not no, before. No. After. Mm. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to put you in a circle so that if something does leap out of that book, it only leaps into your head. And then we're going to have a nice big bottle of Possessor Be Gone for you to drink afterwards. Sounds about right. <laughs> and also a nice big bottle of nap time in case. <laughs> <laughs> in case Possessor Be Gone doesn't work. Drink this knife, Will. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we should probably set that up beforehand. Yes. Done. Another montage. And <laughs> then we, we read the set montage. it up beforehand. Okay. What's the difficulty on all montage? of that? Yes. <laughs> um, how are you setting that up? Okay. Um, well, the circle is easy enough. The manacles are easy enough. We're not using iron for the manacles, although we will use a little bit of iron powder in the circle. Okay. Shouldn't that all really come into the into the description to get the lore bumps, though? Like, we need to know the difficulty before we know how many hoops to jump through to make spell happen. <sighs> Shall we maybe pause this while we yes. figure out the... Okay. Yeah, Thanks. Right. We'll be back. And we're back, we're using back. the cheer-saving rules from the Paranet Papers. Huzzah! We have determined that there's, of the five ritual items involved in getting the spell to work the way you want, because you guys want to create an aspect that will let you back up your Darien's mental state as a save. Point of order. It's five, not six. I thought it was five senses plus spirit. For potion making. Oh. Um. So it's just five senses for... The five elements. Five elements. Sorry. Withdrawn. The four classical elements plus the one representing will or spirit. Yeah. Okay. While they're putting all this together, I'll be trying to get my brain prepared, meditating. Okay. All right. Yeah, so so you're going to need significantly... You're going to need significant items of... Containment? Earth, wind, water, fire, heart. Yeah. Yeah, but of those things, do they have to somehow represent what we're trying to do? Yes. Or your connection to Darien, or something that will... So, for instance, if he took a physical stress for blood, would that wipe out, say, water? Hmm. Yep. I'd allow that. Just opening that up there. I mean, I've already given you some blood. Right. I'm just saying, like. A sufficient mm-hmm. amount. Yeah. That makes it. Yeah. Define sufficient amount. Am I slitting my wrist or are you just taking a syringe? <laughs> Significant <laughs> enough to have a metagame consequence. That's all right. I have fast recovery. Represented by one physical stress. Well, and stress recovers every scene. Yeah. So. They can hurt me quite a bit, actually, with supernatural recovery at the level I have it. No, as in, like, since you have three physical stress boxes, 
Mm. You could take one physical stress, knock off stress box one, and you could still take a total of five stress without taking a consequence. Or you can just give yourself a minor consequence of, like, uh, and call it, like, slightly anemic (laughs) because you let them take so much blood. Well, that's, I mean, that's part of the supernatural recovery. There's even a thing on here that it's nothing. Two times per scene, I can clear a minor physical consequence. They could take enough blood to minor physical consequences, and I can just clear it. Well, we don't need that much, do we? No, you don't. But then again, that still represents a taxing of the resources. Right. You <laughs> use one half of, of your recovery. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, There's you're, not, multiple, gonna, you're yeah. not gonna hurt me, hurt me. Right. Yeah. But it's still gonna... The, the idea is that you have to sacrifice some kind of resource. Or make some kind of role to mitigate trying to make that sacrifice. So we'll allow them to take enough blood for a minor consequence, and then I'll just clear it. Yep. Okay. So you have a significant amount of blood now. For water. Yeah. What about uh, powdered magnets for Earth? How is that in any way connected to me? (laughs) Because you're a fairy. Yeah, and I hate iron. Exactly. We're trying to contain you. That seems like an opposite for... Okay. No, that's just it. It's like, would you be able to cross a line of magnets? My favorite is, I'm borrowing something from, uh, I think it's Patrick Rothfuss here, that when it's always traditionally been translated cold iron, that was a mistranslation. It wasn't cold, it was north. North iron. Magnus. Yeah, uh, that's, that's up to Dan for game purposes. I mean... I'm just trying to make it something more significant than where you powdered get a bunch iron. Of, where are you going to get a bunch of magnets? Yep, there? right. That would work. That's the point. We're going to get my a, store. We're going to take a whole bunch of those souvenir magnets. Mm-hmm. We're going to crush them, grind the you know, take mm-hmm. the magnet bits off the back. You got mortar and pestle. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to so take a while. Gonna, yeah, so uh, who's going to do it? Not me. Who has, <laughs> who has any kind of endurance? Aren't you like the? Uh, I've the got a <laughs> It has to be something that, since you're wanting a six quality effect on the skills, you're going to need to roll a six on all of your skill checks if you're not going to just sacrifice something for it. Okay. Um, Let's see how I can do on that endurance roll. What's your endurance? Uh, Three. Okay, that's better than mine. Four. Okay. um, I'm going to... Spend a fate point. Um, pragmatic practice. This isn't the first time that I've ground magnets with a mortar and pestle. Okay. <laughs> Oddly specific. I want to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> so you have air, fire, actually spirit. Do we have air? No, that's no, what that's water. what you have left. Oh yeah. I would have a ridiculous amount of wind chimes. For air. Do you have any that are made out of metal? Yeah. Um, What are your higher uh, skills there? Yeah. Conviction, empathy, presence, and performance. And lore. So you could do um, conviction with the wind chimes due to your blessing of this house that you're going to make a safe space. 
Well, and I have enough of them that I could do them in a circle. Yeah. Sort of represent an encapsulation. <laughs> and then, yeah, we've got three fans yeah. going. So this will be a noisy ritual, but... <laughs> I'm trying to read! <laughs> but that's just it. It's like... Ding, ding, ding. So that's what it is, but to give it the juice, you need to invest conviction. I can do that. In some way to make... To believe that these chimes are going to work. I really love wind chimes. Mm. So you're minus one off of four. So, mm. three. Not at all. Well, so you could either blow off two fate points mm-hmm. or you probably spend one and re-roll. Spend one to re-roll uh, first. Yeah, that would be better. Okay. Spend one fate point, just re-roll everything. What aspect are you compelling to spend oh. that beautiful fate point? Probably... Mm-hmm. No pressure. Wait, none whatsoever. Just trying to figure out which one makes sense. All of them? <laughs> How about Gaia guide me? Oh, no, wait, that's not right. They need to be here, 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 and here. Not here, 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 and there. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Sure, that'll work. Okay. Better. So now you're at a four. Mm-hmm. I mean, so now I can you- spend two. Yeah, you can one spend more. a second one yeah. to just juice it to six. Yeah. Or you can just let it slide and say it is good enough. But that would make it so that there, a roll will actually... You're not going to be guaranteed success. You're going to... There's going to be risk. Or we can fudge one of them. Like, we only need four out of the five to be significant. Yep. So we could go ahead and blow off this one. That just means we have to get the other two. Could we come back to this one if we felt like the other two... Nope. It's legit. Sure. Well, okay. I'm fine with that. So we'll just hope that the other two work really well. Okay. Sure. Why not? Speaking of which, we need what? We need fire... And spirit. spirits. Mm-hmm. Got candles. Mm-hmm. You take care of the fire. Okay. <clears throat> spirit. Uh, spirit is going to be a discipline roll on my part because I have known him for longer than anyone else. I'm going to be investing my own connection in him to this by basically taking on. The lion's share of empowering the circle. So, I would say take a mental stress mm. to start before you even try to cast it. Yeah. We'll do that. That's a seven. There you go. Nice. Um, okay, so what I'm trying to work together here is something 
that burn it because we've got the iron that makes the physical barrier. We've got the spirit sort of being the reset button. Mm-hmm. Want the fire to be the metaphysical barrier. What can we burn? Or to... something that's like contained fire. Okay. So what can symbolize fire? Being contained. Yeah. An old-fashioned lantern? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we could use kerosene lamps. Especially well, when it has like, like that a... that kind of thing. Or... It has like the metal frame around it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Where is you going to get one that old? Contacts. Okay. Uh, is a three... You run up to the farm and get even, some. Um, I forget, can you actually invoke two different aspects to bump a single roll? Is mm-hmm. that legit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, first yeah. off... I don't know if you can do the same effect, though. Uh so I can only buy a re-roll and a plus, plus two. two. I think. Well, You're telling me Max doesn't have a lantern that old in his house? How old are you? You know what? Hold on. You're going to get a free re-roll. Oh. Uh, because I'm going to roll it. What? Oh. Since it's boiling down to the wire as to the... Is this actually going to be difficult, or is this actually going to... Oh, you're going to roll it concealed? Yep. Okay. Um, because chances are you're going to find one. But is it is the it, one we need? The guy you're asking won't necessarily know for sure. And really, it'll if it looks sufficiently old, it may or may not be old enough or powerful enough or significant enough. Okay. No, there, so I've you're giving me that one for free? Then, but I'm going to roll it, yes. Okay, and I can still invoke after that, depending on my own yep. level of feeling weird. Okay. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go about this a different way. I don't want to use contacts. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually... I'm going to get on Craigslist to look around for it, and I am going to use Deceit. I am trying to talk someone out of the fact that they're selling a very old lantern. I'm trying to get it from them for a reasonable amount of cash. Okay. I'm lying them into it's not what you think it is. Okay. What's your Deceit plus? Plus four. Uh, and then I'm going to invoke I'm not from here. Uh, I know that it's that it's not what they're saying it is because I'm from where it came from. It's a Asian oil lamp. And really it's... Three. What? Our representative from the church, ladies and gentlemen. Our representative. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. So, are you, are you going to tell us no. now that you've rolled? <laughs> Do you find one that's sufficiently old and you've convinced the old woman selling it that it, you know, that what you 
that she said, like, this is an authentic lamp from Asia. And you're like, no, it was just a lamp that was used by Chinese migrant workers when they were building the railroad. Pretty much. That's what I'm, yeah. It's been in our family for 300 years, though. <laughs> no, you're wrong, Grandma. Sorry. Impossible. <laughs> you're feeling great about yourself. <laughs> I mean, look at this. This describes a lot of my interactions. This marking on the bottom clearly indicates that it came from a Sears. Oh, no. They always told us that was the Chinese character for lamp. <laughs> it actually spells the word Sears. <laughs> In English. <Wow. laughs> All right. All right. Uh, do 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 do. So I closed the shop for the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> click, click, <laughs> flip. <laughs> Have fun reading. Turn on the fans. Light the lantern. All righty. So who's actually juicing the spell proper? I'll be him. So what are you? What is what is the skill you're using? Well, it's going to be you did the lore to set it up, so now it's going to be discipline to cast the spell. What is your discipline? Five. Okay. I thought it was the difficulty of the spell in excess of lore sets the number of shifts of discipline you have to call in. I'm creating. I know what the roles are. Okay. <laughs> So it would. He has to choose how many shifts of power he's trying to call at one time. How many shifts of power are you wanting to try to call in? The answer is always one at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you lose it, you either have to put that many uh, stresses on yourself or on the environment. If you put it on the environment, the spell automatically fails. So, yeah, we're going to do one at a time until we get enough. So, one mental stress? No. Or how... No. You You just make the rolls. And if you fail, you have to deal with backlash equal to the amount of power you've put into the spell so far. Okay. It's essentially a trade off between... How much statistical risk do you want to take versus how many times do you want to have to roll? And if you've got a high conviction, the answer is always go one at a time. It's much safer. Which I do. I've got a conviction of four. I've got a discipline of five. So, Okay. So the spell goes off. Wong. Wong. It's working. Or is it? (laughs) Or is it? Yeah. Okay, Darian. Read the book. (laughs) And I'm going to read it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are you is now? (laughs) Earplugs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, Tibbs. Hey, Tibbsy. They say you learn better if you hear it while you're also reading it, so... Yeah, earplugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, you're catching on to what... you Now you realize as to what he's missing. The characters themselves are a 
different set of like if you're able once you start reading it you get the same thing you get the complete history you get the refugee exodus stories you get the establishing kingdoms and fiefdoms and a whole hierarchy under the deep oceans you get all of that one character at a time but the characters themselves are telling a different story but it's not really a story the characters themselves are formulas and comp and computations and magical arcana writings this is a manual on how to do um fomorian biotech wow uh, <laughs> <laughs> but to truly use it you have to understand where it came from and why it has to be this way which is why the characters also give you the knowledge of the history of the Fomor. And you guys put your books in. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and it's pretty... It's just, you know, and it's just a lot of it, once you read it, it's really quite simple. <laughs> How long does it take me to actually words. figure it out? Pretty darn quick, but it's just... It, there's power here. There is a significant amount of power in being able to understand this type of weaponry. Especially... Oh, something you told me last night just made sense. Mm-hmm. I'm debating in myself whether or not Darian would want to pursue this, and I'm thinking... Not uh, even for your own personal preference. Like, what if you could find a way to mass-produce this stuff and sell it as, like... You know, you could sell firearms that would be able to get through metal detectors. That's not bringing joy to others. That's not what Coyote <laughs> convicted me to do. <laughs> Coyote, can, the only reason I went into business was following Coyote's directive to bring joy to others. That's the whole point in being the owner of a toy manufactory first. The sporting goods thing came later. Right. I'm thinking that this would not be something that Darian would want to pursue because it would go directly against the missive that Coyote gave him. Also, you know, chitinous body armor that is more durable and would be easy and more sustainably producible than Kevlar. Yeah, no, I'm going to stop reading now. <laughs> you know, though, if you know how to make it, you also know how to fight it. Yeah, well, the book's not going anywhere. Point. Are you sure that you want to stop reading it? Yeah, I'm sure. Because think of all the things you can do for yourself with this, too. No. I will even go so far as to say that that violates my high concept. Okay. I know who I am. I'm the Aethling of Spring, and to change that changes who I am. No. Good thing Bill rolled well on that lamp. Fine. Bill rolled well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Like, the book is, like, the book fights you on trying to close it is, you know, you, know, you are tempted by the promise of power, even though you, in, you know in your heart that it's going against your very core concepts, but it's just, it's there. It's there for the taking. We can make this work, right? <laughs> All of that. 
and yeah, and for the briefest of moments, you get that glimpse of you with all of your mortal resources being able to mass produce for more weaponry and actually taking the seat of power amongst their lords for yourself and rebuilding the Court of Spring that way. And that's the last image you get before you shut the book. So you're not going to make me roll. <laughs> no, but I'm okay. going to tell you that the temptation is now there. That's why we went through all this bullshit, is so you wouldn't have to roll. <laughs> yeah, the book's not going to force anything on you, but... This time. Book knows when it's outclassed. Oh, no, the book also knows is that, you know, oh, so I can't force you. But, you know... Right. So, put the book down. <laughs> Alright, Max, I know what I need to know. Turn it off. Take this thing. What thing? The book. Take it away now. But it's just a book. I'll explain it to you when you have it in your hands. I'm not taking it now because I would have to reach through the circle to take that book. Okay, you, you've got to let me out sooner or later. Come on, I've got to pee. <laughs> we left you a bucket. <laughs> no. uh, Before we let you out, I just want to make sure that it's really you in there. Don't make me tell everybody about your granny panties. You can tell everybody about that all you want, because that's a lie and you know <laughs> I You have to convince him that you are still you. What do you want me to do to prove I'm still me? I stopped reading the book halfway through. Actually, not even halfway through. I doubt if there's an indoctrination going on that it finished. Why did you stop reading the book? Because I wanted to. <laughs> what kind of book is it? Dolphin skin seaweed. It's a little writing. It's a book book. For, like, reading under the ocean. Under the sea. <laughs> under the sea. I think he's somewhat indoctrinated. He hasn't realized yet just how evil that book is. On the other hand, he's arguing with you about it, which is also true to him. There is that. If he was truly indoctrinated and was trying to get out so he could get back to his masters, he would agree that the book was evil because his getting back to them would be more important than, you know. So what was in it? Tell us from inside that circle. Max, let me out of the circle. That way we can put the book in your fucking bag and I'm shielded from it because I know what's in it and I don't want to open it and talking about it is a temptation. All right. That was legit. <laughs> Get your hands off of it. Back away from it slowly. Open the circle. Go in. Reseal the book. God. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's just a precaution. Really? really? 
Is it his own gun? Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's registered to him. <laughs> okay. Book is sealed and it's in the bag. Alright, we're good here. <laughs> <laughs> then explain to them exactly what it is. Hmm. That's the part you were missing by reading it slow. It's an avenue to power, but power in altering yourself or others. Hmm. Interesting. Have you had the desire to alter yourself or others? Not, not in bit. character. <laughs> I mean, being able to throw a ball of spines that explode like a grenade and then dissolve into ectoplasm is a pretty powerful weaponry. It would. Well, so are we going to ponder the moral quandaries of this right now, or are we going to leave it for another time that we're going to have to set all this back up again if we want someone to dive back in there and figure out how to, you know, make counters to all the full more stuff so we can give them the big old fuck you? Well, we've already got it kind of set up. (laughs) Right, but it's kind of specific for him, and, you know, he's made a reasonable choice. And I'm not reading it. Fair cop. Absolutely a fair cop. So, what do you think we should do? All of it. What? What? Burn it. Unfortunately, if we're going to be in a protracted thing with these guys, it'd be really handy to know how to do their stuff so we could know how to undo their stuff. For now, we should contain it and hide it. Yeah. So where is that going to be? Are you really going to take it to Mira and say this is a full more oh, book no. of biotech? No. 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 Right? No. She would be into that thing so fast it would make our collective heads spin. Wouldn't just be her. She's got a gentleman who works in one of her labs that would... <laughs> so the crocodile guy. Yeah. Yeah, the crocodile guy. He, uh... Secret Nazi crocodile. <laughs> Secret? To him? It's not very <laughs> secret anymore. She's got a file that thick on that gun. <laughs> no, no, that's just the public file. you got to see all the private stuff. It's, it's juicy. What do you think I've been doing for the last week? Anyway. What, you mean his inner office blog about his dating life <laughs> with himself? Yeah, that. <laughs> so... Definitely not Mira. I'm right. Send it to the Black Council. But then we couldn't they have... if we wanted it. And I'm sure eventually we'll do that. But not yet. Right. I mean, essentially, someone needs to volunteer to take the hit, and if nobody else will, I will. But I don't, in a metagame sense, particularly want to do that today because. Well, let's just put it this way. If you One leave it with me, it's going to be thing. lost. Mm-hmm. Right. Permanently. Gotcha. In my fireplace. I, I... <laughs> Hopefully, it, you know, if you tried that, it would burn and not start screaming. And probably it's both. All at once. It's well, not why getting would we not just hide it and contain it here? I mean, what is the downside to leaving it in this controlled place? You being under the constant temptation to use it? Well... 
But as long as it's in the bag, it wasn't tempting anyone under Ward. Wards fail eventually. Look, here's an idea. So, Why don't we put it in a metal box that's warded and then like seal the box in another box of concrete? And then, and then mail that box to yourself and then <laughs> smash it with a hammer? <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, but and we could just reward it every so often. Maybe Plus, leaving it, leaving it here, there's a chance, one, that the FOMOR might come looking for it. And they probably know that here. here would be a good place to look. And two, there's also the off chance that some Yahoo will just shoplift it out of the store. Well, I wasn't going to hide it in with the other books. <laughs> she wasn't what I'm saying, you put it in a secure place, some Yahoo breaks in to steal stuff. Ooh, this book is locked up. It must be valuable and important. Steal. Well, we could take a road trip down to Eureka Springs and leave it there. What's in Eureka Springs? My family. This one, right? What? I could maybe put it in my attic, in a box, behind my ancient threshold. That would probably do a fair yeah. amount of good. And then you could reward it every so often just to make sure that it's not up to anything. And you can put it in a magical nothing special here circle. They'll pledge to keep an eye on it. Because hmm. <laughs> I'm sure he won't be tempted to read it or anything. Probably not. Reading's probably hard for little fairies. That takes so much concentration. Book is fairly seductive, though. Fairy illiteracy. Got to raise awareness. And then on top of that, <laughs> keep in mind... About it on Facebook. Do you realize how heavy those pages are for him? It's true. He doesn't, doesn't have a Tyrannosaurus stick. The, the book wants to be read. It's going to ease passage for anyone who tries to read it. Okay. So the plan is it stays inside that bag. Uh-huh. When we get it to my house... We build a box to put <laughs> got, the bag in. Oh, I've already got a box. I'm going to put it in a trunk upstairs. The tree and the hole and the hole and the ground. And the grass all around, all around. <laughs> right. Flip also, that. we should, you know, probably make sure we're not followed to your house. I mean... We didn't do a lot of making sure we weren't followed here, but... Well, but I think anybody who's anybody knows where he lives and where my bookstore is at this point. Point. I guess if there's that much threshold, they've really got to F things up to... Maybe not servitors, but it's okay. If you put a magic don't look at me on it. Yeah, that would kind of eliminate the use of standard, regular old thugs. Right. Well, yeah. You could get them inside the house, but they couldn't find the book. Right. And nobody, anybody that could find the book couldn't go in the house. Sounds good to me. Best way we can do it, I think. I, sounds legit, now. yeah. I mean, we're going to have to do something more significant later. Yeah. And we're not telling the other team about this, right? I mean, I know that they know there's a book. As far as they know, the book has been destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're publicly broadcasting this, and they might have accent anyway. No, they won't, because the recorder stays at our house, and so Ross won't, you know, won't have access to this before they'll play again. And, so, and Ross isn't the one I'm worried about anyway. He's not the one with the history of, you know, 
taking other people's things (laughs) in game. Anyways. This week, the entire week about a book. (laughs) In a bookstore. In a bookstore. I I think it's pretty good. It's very important. Decidedly so. So you're taking it back to your house? Mm -hmm. Into the attic. Is it after dark? Sure. Alertness. Uh huh. Alertness. What's that? Fucking hell. Four on alertness. Okay. Am I being followed? Not that you can see. Which is always the right answer. <laughs> well, unless you can see it. And then, <laughs> then it's the wrong answer. <laughs> then you're lying. <laughs> So how are you getting it home? Are you just taking your jalopy back? Jalopy? That car it's is out a of character. Classic. No, it's a jalopy. Trust me. Now it's in character. <laughs> Thanks. I'd even go so far as to say it's a lemon. <laughs> Hoopty car? Anyway. Just because it's got fins doesn't rate on it, that high. <laughs> doesn't mean that it's bad. I totally saw a car in New Orleans, by the way, that when I saw it, I was like, I really wish my phone wasn't dead so I could take a picture of it, send it to David, and say, is this Max's car? <laughs> and yes, it was like weird, off-lime green fins. I always pictured his car as being pink in a convertible yeah. with white fin stripes down the side. But. I don't know. Someday, someday I want to play another Dresden game where I'm wizard with a station wagon. <laughs> a woody wagon? Yeah. 38. <laughs> Surf City, here we come. <laughs> I can see it. So, you're riding by yourself? Again with the well, no. no. We all go. Oh. Because that's not conspicuous at all. Whatever, we go places together all the time. Well, that's true. We okay. hang out. Also, it's after dark. We hang out, really? When's the last time you went to the club with me? Never. That's one. The only time we hang out together is when we go to blow stuff up. That's pretty frequent. (laughs) (laughs) Or when you all decide to invade my home. Also pretty frequent. (laughs) Maybe we'll stop and get pizza on the way home and rent a movie and make it look like we're just having a nice night in. (laughs) I don't have a VCR. Oh. I'll bring mine. Don't VCR die. <laughs> Are those real anymore? <laughs> Do they make those still? <laughs> the wizardiness would demagnetize the tape. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Remind me to tell you about that later. <laughs> huh? Remind me to tell you about that later. About demagnetizing tapes because you're a wizard? Yeah. Okay. Now I want to hear that story, too. <laughs> it involves Aaron and not reading the source material. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I can see that. Okay. Perhaps a Anybody board game. Anybody bother us? All right. Huh? Not fucking about that us? game's dead. Well, one person's going to bother you. <laughs> oh, that's who's gonna bother. Bother, so bother, got, bother. So yeah, it's in the bag. <laughs> the birds start talking the lock. to him. Yeah, and that's just what it is. It's just you know, um, 
So can for for the sake of hilarity, is there like a little hula Hawaiian bobble girl on your dashboard? <laughs> Please, you know there is. Search your feelings. You know it to be. There true. wouldn't be, but for some strange reason, there is right now. Yep. And you don't. It doesn't twig as unusual. No, as soon until, as we get in the car, and I put my feet up on the side of the on the side of the door. When did you get a bobblehead hula girl? I've never had a bobblehead hula girl. Then why is there one right there on the dashboard? How did it play music? So we're stopping at Pineapple Whip on the way home. Clearly, I've got a craving. Dang it, summer's already over. Sorry, Eric. I'm like flying all over here. And so, it's going to start talking so that you can hear it, but these three don't. Well, you might be able to hear it, depending. Hey, hey what you doing? I stuck really close to my conviction to Coyote. It's true. How do you think it pinged his radar? <laughs> <laughs> Unlike certain other people in the car, I have no problem with Coyote. I like Coyote. <laughs> He's a fun guy. Hey, what you doing? Well, we're stopping at Pineapple Whip on the way home. That stuff is fucking delicious. I know it is. <laughs> There's no dairy in it, but it's like ice cream. That's weird. Sorcery, I say. Delicious, delicious sorcery. So what you doing? Stopping off at Pineapple Whip on the way home. Oh uh, yeah, well this you seem to have a, a very busy, 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 busy day looking at a bookstore. And now you want Pineapple Whip. We've been in the bookstore all day. Yeah, I know. Why wouldn't we want Pineapple Whip after being in the bookstore all day? I don't know, I don't eat Pineapple Whip. <laughs> yes you do, at least once. You no, know, it's delicious. But you can't hear him. <laughs> <laughs> I, on the other hand. <laughs> Once he starts, are you talking out loud? You're going to have to talk out loud. If you're going to try to just think back at him, he's not going to, he's going to pretend like he doesn't hear you. <laughs> uh, speaking out loud. Wizard at which point to himself again. Next. Yes. I make the realization I'm actively listening for Coyote's voice. And you, you clue in pretty quick. Hmm. So what happened today? We Is read it? the Book of Vile Darkness, Coyote. So now you agree that it's a new book? You guys book? are starting a new D&D campaign? Yes, yes we are. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not evil in and of itself. Nice. I call wizard. <laughs> Can I play... Lean back, look at the backseat. Coyote's talking through the bobblehead. Oh, oh. why do you have to spoil my secrets? Because it's more fun to have them know they're missing half of the conversation. <laughs> but they're just mortals. And now you 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 hear him say that. What what the uh, they're just God. they're just mortals. They don't they don't understand. They don't get it. They you, might. Max, you're selling them very short, there, Coyote. Technically, Max. So you're right. selling people short. You're not telling me what's in the bag. Hey, let's talk about people that are present in third person. That's always fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, hi, Coyote. 
Shh, he said, looking at the back seat. Do, do you narrate your own action like that in character? <laughs> Please tell me you do. It's kind Only of when I'm talking to you, he said to Keith. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, Coyote. <laughs> do Please not listen you. to the Hula Girl bobblehead. The Hula Girl bobblehead is good for you. You should follow the Hula Girl bobblehead. I'm with yeah. Max on this one. <laughs> See? Two curmudgeons. <laughs> Uh, all I'm trying to do is I want to know what's in the bag. What's in the bag? It's a book, Coyote. Oh, yeah? Book? Yep. Well, you got a bag with a book. From... That's boring. Why would why would it take all day to find that book? Mm, you don't do a lot of reading research, the book. Do you? I don't need to research. I just He's know Coyote. <laughs> why would Coyote need to read things? What do you want? <laughs> Illiteracy among the Native American gods. Got to raise awareness. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> So, Max, what's in it? I could help. I know stuff. I know a thing and knows a thing. Yeah, Say that I, last part again. I know a thing that knows a thing. What thing does this thing know? It depends thing on which thing you ask. <laughs> I like that one. She asks the right questions. <laughs> answer for an answer, Coyote. You know the rules. Oh, no. What? Okay, fine. <laughs> the book is a tradition of the FOMOR. <gasps> Those guys. Well, if you're going to give him an answer, give him the whole answer, Max. It's not just the traditions of the FOMOR. It's it also a also treatise on how to manufacture force... their, their biomechanical weapons. Whoa. So, you know how to make a servitor? No, we stopped reading it. That's lame. <laughs> it tried to stop me from doing what you told me to do. Bring joy to others? Yes. It wanted me to bring war. But then you could, def you could tell people what joy is and it would make your job a lot easier. But that's not my job to tell people what joy is. You told me to bring joy to them. Yeah. Potato, potato. No. <laughs> Coyote, it's the exact opposite side of it. It's similar to peace. To make peace, one must prepare for war. And peace is the only thing that one loses the moment that one fights for it. Yeah, but we're talking about what happens afterwards. Even if we're talking about what happens afterwards, Coyote... We would still have to destroy the joy before we could bring it. We would I don't follow. <laughs> Jeez, I even followed that. Well, I thought it was fairly straightforward. No, no, it's just I don't follow how why that's relevant. It's just, you know, like I said, yeah, you get rid of the joy right now, but then once you can tell people what joy is, joy is whatever you want, and you get as much of it as you want. That's Joy is not something that can be forced on somebody. <laughs> Obviously, you don't pay attention to your neighbors. You've never smoked a peace pipe. <laughs> Actually, there was that guy in town that was for that was forcing joy on people. It wasn't working out well, but it can be done. Oh, Pete, party Pete, yeah, yeah, Pete. Mm. I miss Pete. You would. 
It's decided. You get me. He doesn't get me, but you get me. <laughs> I've That's I've met some people like you. Oh, Red Panda. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun weekend. It's entirely, entirely unethical to do that. But not if you're not human. <laughs> Ethics are your problem, not mine. <laughs> From his perspective, it'd be completely reasonable to do. From ours, it's not. That's why I've been trying to teach him for years. <laughs> yes, yeah, because you can teach me stuff. <laughs> After all, he is an old dog. Mm. Oh, no oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you got the hand of the white one on you, but if you didn't, boy howdy. <laughs> boy howdy. Good. That's kind of what I was going for. Character wise, that's out of character. <laughs> so that brings me to my question. Oh, yeah. What do you want? I wanted to know what was in the bag. Wow, Max, really? You're going to waste it like that? Seriously? <laughs> no. Dude, but you gave me an answer that was actually relevant, so you can ask a question that I will answer with relevance. You know, I'm good. Why don't you say you owe me one? Okay. So what are you going to do with the book? What are you going to do? Is that another question? <clears throat> oh, it's a curiosity as to my own safety. But it is still a question. We are going to put it in the safest place we possibly can, where no one can mess with it. Where no one can get its secrets. You're going to put it on the moon? Yes. I can help you put it on the moon. I was That's the moon not once. a bad idea. <laughs> I'm all in favor of Coyote putting the book on the moon. But what if we need it back? I could get it back from the moon. Why would moon we need it back? Like this. Why would we well, need it back? Well, you're actually, like... I, I try to make both of my fingers be one finger. <laughs> I, the metaphor kind of fails. Hmm. That's a tempting offer. Like, I'll Maybe totally... it's a more permanent solution, but like, are, are we categorically against... We need to learn their stuff so we can fight their stuff. I can the learn their stuff. Solutions okay. out of character. Stuff out of character. This is this is my reasoning behind it. Darian still has that high concept eighthling of spring thing, right? And that puts a certain level, I think, of like noblesse oblige into mm-hmm. his character. And changing part of that changes who he is is like a violation of himself. Right? No, I'm not and asking so, you to do it. I am I'm just saying, are you completely against, against using it? <laughs> so, I, I mean, why why does that lead you to be against anyone using it? It's offensive to me, and I don't want to see it used at all. Noblesse oblige. I'm used to being the one in charge, being the the noble, the lord, the one who makes the decision. And my decision is: this is bad for you. No. Well, okay. As someone who, as we've been portraying the organization, pretty much, you know, the modus operandi is whenever anyone takes that perspective going, oh yeah? (laughs) You can flip me off all you want. Well, yeah, but like, but I mean, yeah. I'm fairly certain that I have the resources to overcome anything that you do to that book short of putting it on the moon. On the other hand, 
the hula girl does raise an interesting point. I do. Which one? (laughs) If he reads it and learns the secrets, it won't corrupt him. It's true. He can't be anything but what he is. Exactly. A hula girl? Yes. So he can learn all of the He can learn all of the secrets of it and tell us what we need to know when we need to know it. I like that idea. Or when it's humorous to him. <laughs> It'll probably be both. So you're saying you want to put power into Coyote's hands that he gets to dole out as he sees fit? How is that any different to any of the other power that I've bestowed on people? He doesn't get it, though. Dog thing has He's a agreeing with your nature, and he doesn't like your nature. I keep telling him that you're his totem, and he doesn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> One day, everyone will understand. But it's not today, and I have to be okay with that. We're not giving Coyote any power that he couldn't have if he wanted. I already said I'm okay with giving Coyote the book. There's no debate. Take it out of the bag, give it to him, and let's be done with it. Go put we'll it on go the have moon. popcorn and Netflix. <laughs> okay, or, but no chill. Or we could all go out to a club tonight and have some real fun. I'm just saying. <laughs> Drinks are on me. Coyote, I'm going to give you this book. <gasps> you owe me. What? I'm doing you a favor. I'm hiding it for you. After you read it. Yeah, so we're Which even. Which is doing yourself a favor. Yeah, favor for a favor. I want to see how I owe you one. Because you want to read the book. I want to read a lot of books. You do. And I can hide this book even without you. Like, good. It's just safer with him. <laughs> I mean, you're taking tech. his side. I always take his side. Just a second ago, you were taking his side. Because he wanted something from me, but he didn't realize that... Anyway. He only wanted it as long as he thought you didn't want it, but then once you wanted it, he didn't want to want it anymore? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That pretty much sums up our whole relationship, huh? I kind of noticed. Oh, dear. We're We're getting repetitive, Max. You gotta keep the spark alive. Well, it's bound to happen after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, this is getting so weird. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Coyote, are you saying you want a divorce? No, I'm saying I'm willing to make this work. <laughs> but you have to put in some effort, too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. David is shaking his head his thumbs pressed intently into his forehead hands folded together (laughs) the grimace on his face is epical you know the rules coyote (laughs) favor for a favor yeah that's what I said I'm doing you a favor and getting rid of this book and in return I get to read it Ta-da! <laughs> Not how it works. You're basically getting something for nothing. You're basically saying you want the book and then you'll do with it what you want. No, That's, I uh, told you I'd put it on the moon. The moon. 
which is what you want to do with it. No. No. He offered to put what it on the pool. probably wants to do with it is read it and then have one of us read it. Instead, he's offering to take it away from us where none of us will be able to read it. So he, in turn, has less fun. Because he has to actually parcel out the information, which, yes, he's going to leverage into a, into a series of other wonderful, horrible things. But if one of us read it and he read it, then he would have a conspirator as opposed to a bunch of people he's just parceling stuff out to, which would be categorically more fun for him. He's doing the less fun thing for him in return and for doing what we want. If we're going to let him put it on the moon, we need to put conditions on putting it on the moon. I don't see how letting me put it on the moon... You're making it sound like... Uh, if you get this book, Coyote, nobody reads it aside from you. Well, it's on the moon, I'm the only one who will read it. And it doesn't come back from the moon until one of us says it comes back from the moon. More than one of us. There has to be a consensus. Three out of four. Okay. I guess. That's the deal. Okay. This book will stay on the moon until three of the four of you decide that it will need to leave the moon. And you cannot share the information inside this book with anyone else. But then I couldn't share it with you. No. Anyone else. We're party to this agreement. You can't share it with anyone outside of this agreement. I will not share the book with anyone outside of this <clears throat> Nor the information contained therein. Favors from Coyote are too damn much like a wish spell. <laughs> yeah. Do you see why I didn't want to agree to it with him early on? Right. You're just making it difficult for the sake of making it difficult. There's that bit, too. <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm just trying to close the loopholes before he does. Right, fair cop. There's just also, yeah, anyway, moving on. He's going to find a way out of it anyways. Make him squirm for the way out. Don't pay okay. the great big bullseye on the door. All right. I'm just saying. Let's grab some paper and start writing this shit out. Yes, let's write the 33 page contract of Coyote. Agreement to agree. <laughs> party, party of the first part here in no or here it no the trickster deity coyote here coyote hereafter referred to as the party and of the first every analog part. we can come up with here and referred to as party of the second first Wouldn't part. Max just keep some copies of deals with coyote this person. <laughs> this is not his first time. Well, we're at his house, so yeah, we're or referencing we're the, the previous on the way ones. To his house. Oh right, yeah, glove well, box. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's already written out. Yeah. They're familiar with this contract. Okay. So he's going to be allowed to read the book and share information from the book with only the four of us. The book will be placed on the moon. 
it will remain on the moon to the full extent of his power to keep it on the moon. Until three of the four of us say that it can come back. Mm, mm, mm. Until three of the four of us agree concurrently that it can come back. Concurrent agreement do not take more than an hour per... Like, if any three of us agree in any one hour. In any one contiguous hour. Ten minutes. Close that window. Okay. Because if any of the three of us are going to agree, we're probably going to be sitting together any and of speaking. The, yeah. Any of the three of us, while not encumbered by magical gaze, obligation, or enchantment. In, under, in no way are we at all not ourselves. Yeah. Being blah, of blah, sound blah, mind blah, and body. Blah, blah, blah. It can't come back from the moon. <laughs> Any other writers? I agree to these terms, I guess. <laughs> All right. Um, Make your mark on the contract. Stamp here. <laughs> Lick. <laughs> How did that tongue come out of that hula girl? <laughs> Hand me that pen. Sign. Pass it around. Everybody signs it. Yep. Okay, white copy is ours, yellow copy goes to Coyote, and then the pink one gets filed away in the master file at home. Does he always eat the contracts? Every time. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know that it's a good contract. And the book. Yay! It's just... Hula girl, he just reaches out, grabs it, and point. But the bag stays. Yes. Technicalities. And now we get that pineapple whip. Yeah, so you guys will carry on, do your thing. Um, you will all have the same dream that night. It's not even a dream. It's more like a little like commercial of a dream. A few A few minute clip of... A coyote on the moon just digging a hole with the book in his mouth. <laughs> Drops the book into the hole, covers it back up, curls up over the hole, and starts to sleep. Does he snore comically? Yes, of course. <laughs> oh, would you look at that? He's having a dream. He's chasing something. <laughs> Catch the book. Catch the book. I think we've protected that book about as well as we're going to. Protected it? We gave it to Coyote. Yes. He is predictably unpredictable. (laughs) We made sure that Coyote has it, but nobody else does. That counts as protection. You also get a series of other dreams, like a very, like... A coyote that's wearing a robe, but it's not an anthropomorph-sized coyote. It's like a scholarly robe that was thrown over a coyote, sitting at a podium at a lectern, and is just staring at an open book. Oh, I was actually thinking of a lab coat on a coyote. No, because he's reading it now. Oh, but it's biotech. Well, if he actually wants to start playing around with it, he might do the lab coat thing. 
Well, we didn't exclude that from the agreement. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> but what we did do is ensure that the only thing that is going to get that knowledge is Coyote. And us. And us. Once Coyote knows how to break it, though, we'll know how to break it. Right. Well, and I mean, of all the things that I would feel, you know, weird about having access to that, I don't think trickster gods are super high on the list. They actually yeah, generally tend to like people. That one likes messing with people, so, yeah. It's messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's never and really everybody messed else. with me. No, Look, no, he's, he's I mean, at me. least it wasn't Ares or Thor or like. There are a lot of choices. Or or what? What bear? How about bear? Do you think bear would make good choices with that? Wolf. Wolf would make horrible, horrible choices. Ant. At least it wasn't ant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and having access to that book would be horrible. Come, my kiteness drone. <laughs> Let us build the grand laboratory. <laughs> Behold our terrible and awesome power. The next thing you know, there's a be... giant anthill in the middle of Arizona. <laughs> the whole world would be transformed into an RTS overnight. <laughs> so, yeah, it could be a lot worse. Silver linings. We require more Vespine gas. <laughs> and what, the Fae would have to play the pro- play as the Protoss in this scenario? Mm, you must construct additional pylons. <laughs> Probably more like you must construct additional mortal cesspits. <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> but hey, resolution. Of a sort. Wow. <laughs> whole adventure about a book. <laughs> I'm strangely comfortable with that. <laughs> I, I think it was great. It's definitely off the beaten path. And <laughs> like, I feel bad that, I, you know, like sensible like precautions. So you and Bill didn't get a whole lot of screen time on this one. I got to quip a lot and I made one important role. It happened in my bookstore. I'm fine. <laughs> also, she got some quality cat petting time in. That's out true. of character. Oh my gosh, Tibbs is so happy right now. <laughs> he doesn't normally. I might just... have been doing the same in character. I'm sure I have a cat at the bookstore. Oh yeah, several. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> but yet, there's still that one mouse that just never gets caught. <laughs> Tibbs, <laughs> it's your fault. Um. So yeah, questions, comments, suggestions. I think these kind of sessions are the best kind of sessions from a you know player driven like. Sandboxy kind of story where all of a sudden there's a book and dealing with one consequence boils into a whole session that all of a sudden opens the gateway to new wonderful (laughs) horrible vistas. Power tour. (laughs) I could have just set this thing on fire, but no, we had to read it. So if you tried to set it on, why did you just set it on fire then? Who stopped you? Actually, if you did try to set it on fire, it wouldn't have burned. Magic book. Like, even though fire is the great magical cleanser, the book is still chemically treated in (laughs) such a manner to protect it in that way. Turns out there are undersea creatures with flame-retardant chemicals. (laughs) Because reasons. There are underwater volcanoes, and there are 
like exactly heat jets and yeah. So so they went down to some of the place where those weird looking tongue tube worm things are. There was actually chemicals out of them. I watched a documentary like two weeks ago about one of the like one of those underwater vents, and the temperature was just like insane. Like it would instantly mm-hmm. boil, kill you. And they finally got a camera that could go close enough, and it found like these little like crabs that were living on this thing and like thriving in that environment where like nothing was supposed to be able to grow but like coral. And one of them turned to the camera all Flintstone style, shrugged, and said, "Eh, it's a living." <laughs> no, it's just interesting to me. I love yeah. stuff like that, man. No, no, it's cool. All right, so yeah, episode of book book. Here's the book. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it was an evil book. It was not evil. It was instructional. Yeah. There's a difference. I'm really curious to know what you're going to pass it's... back to the other team now, because there's like... No, I, I have a feeling that if, if I continued gonna... reading it, all that would have happened would I'd be I'd know how to use the biomech technology. The difference is the personality of the character, it's offensive to him mm-hmm. to change the essence of who and what he is. For someone who is okay with making that type of bodily manipulation, it's not evil, it's just a manipulation. Evil. Explain to me how it's any different than an instruction manual on how to produce firearms in your own home. Because the firearm isn't permanently a part of my body. Well, these weren't all... Yeah. Not only part of your body. It was. It wasn't. It, yeah, there was that. But then again, then explain to me how it's any different than a manual on how to create replacement organs out of tissue samples in a lab. Because those are naturally occurring within the body. This is not a naturally occurring thing. But we test that out by growing ears on the backs of rats. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the rat's problem, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Always comes down to scope. All right, with that, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>